Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. In this post, I'm going to get into the meaning of to whom much is given, much is required. Because I'm 100% sure that once you really and truly know what this verse means, you can use it to maximize your life and get exactly what you want. This is not to say that God is some genie and that our relationship with God is contingent upon us doing things so that God can give stuff to us. A relationship with God goes beyond that, which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read. It is not just doing something so that God will give you something. Your spiritual journey is one of growth and really striving to get your best life. If you want to walk in your God-given destiny, then you not only have to formulate that relationship with God, but also know what God is requiring out of you so that he, in return, can freely give to you. Now, let's get into the to whom much is given, much is required meaning. First, if you want much, God is going to require much out of you. So you may be in a space where you feel like you want to do something, you want a better life, you feel that you have a calling on your life, but remember this, Just because God has a purpose for you to do something does not mean that it is going to be a cakewalk to get there. To prove my point, I want to talk about the story of Job. There was a man in the land of us whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, one who feared God and turned away from evil. Job 1.1 Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. The Lord said to Satan, For where have you come? Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth and walking up and down on it. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is none like him on earth, a blameless and righteous man who fears God and turns away from evil. Job 1, 6 through 8. The reason why I pointed this out, because here Job was an amazing man and doing everything right according to God. But then I want you to read the next verse. You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. But stretch out your hand and touch all that he has and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your hands. Only against him do not stretch out your hand. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Job 1, 2 through 12. Yes, that's right. God gave Satan permission to wreak havoc on Job's life for no good reason at all. And the main reason is that Satan was sure that if Job went through a hard time, then Job would curse God to his face. If you go on and read the book of Job, then you know that all of his children died. He lost all of his money and he became really sick with some crazy skin-eating disease. And everyone who knew Job told him to just curse God and die. But Job did not. And in the end, everything was given back to Job twice as much as he had before, as it states in Job 42.10. Also check out my video below on where I talk more about how Satan tested Job. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking the link down below as well. But what is my point? When it came down to to whom much is given, much is required as it pertains to Job, the point is that Job was a righteous man, but just because he was a righteous man did not mean that his entire life was going to be a cakewalk. There was some testing and some pruning that was required from him. God wanted to know that he could just trust Job. So even in the midst of hardship, Job did not curse God. God required Job to be faithful during the hard times, and therefore Job was rewarded, and that is where the given part comes in. And I want you to remember that this is an extreme thing that happened to Job. 
God is not waiting to just hurt us so that we can suffer in his name and reap a reward, which I'll talk more about in my next point. But understand that there will be struggles, trials, tribulations, which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read. I do not tell you this to scare you, nor does God do these things to scare you. He does it to strengthen you and make you stronger, which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read. Secondly, God wants to give us things, but... When it comes down to who much is given, much is required, note the required part. God does want to freely give to you, but God does not want that to be the only reason that you worship him. As in the case with Job, in the beginning, Job did have everything, but even when he had nothing, Job still worshiped God. He did so because he loved God. He did not love the things that God was providing for him. That was the requirement piece. Because as we know, once he passed the test, God gave back to Job. To further prove my point, I want to bring up the story of Solomon. God came to Solomon and told him that he could ask for anything that he wanted and God would give it to him. And so Solomon asked for wisdom and God's response was this. God said to Solomon, since this is your heart's desire and you have not asked for wealth, possessions or honor, nor for the death of your enemies. And since you have not asked for the long life, but for the wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I have made you king. Therefore, wisdom and knowledge will be given to you. And I will also give you wealth, possessions and honor such as no king was before you and none after you will have. Second Chronicles 1, 11 through 12. In other words, God gave Solomon wisdom. He gave him money and everything else that he could think of under the sun because Solomon was not selfish and he asked for something that could actually help other people. In this case, that was the requirement that Solomon met. Giving to others and not just thinking of himself. And so once again, you see that God gave to him freely. Also watch out my video below where I talk more about Solomon and how he was able to get the blessings from God and how you can also do that as well. So what's my point? If you want to look at the whom much is given, much is required meaning, then you have to start to know the heart of God. Solomon knew the heart of God and wanted to do God's work. What he asked for was not about himself, but how to bring good to other people. And that was the requirement. Understanding that God wants to give to you once you learn to give to other people and learn that what you get is not all about you. Third, to whom much is given, much is required. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. When you go through hard times, it is to make you stronger. And once you are strong, then you are prepared to be used by God. And be prepared to be used by God means that you are ready to be given the life that he has for you. But also we glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Romans 5, 3. And also consider checking out my video on what it means to glory in your suffering. Oftentimes what God is requiring of you is to go through some stuff, but it does not kill you. But it makes you stronger and it makes you more stable to be used by God. Once you know that no matter what comes your way, you can still stand up and say, God, use me and I am not phased by what just happened to me. Then that may be the exact requirement that God has been waiting from you. Meaning that when God puts you through something, it is not to hurt you, but to prepare you for what you are about to be given. God is not the type that is going to give you things knowing that you are not prepared for them and knowing that you are not strong enough to handle them. Case in point, the story of me. There was a time in my life where there were many years that I really sucked as a Christian and I just couldn't understand it. I thought to myself, why was God doing these things to me and why was everything going to crap? Here are just a few things that occurred in like the five years of my life in which I also suffered from depression, which you can 
watch the video where I talk about that down below. But to give you a little bit of what I was going through, had a baby out of wedlock, check. Abandoned by my son's father when I was pregnant, check. Son's father went to prison for six years, check. Found out my son's father was still married and had a girlfriend, check and check. Then laid off from my job, check. Took a job and received a pay cut and make significantly less money, check. Went through significant financial hardship, check. Had to relocate and move back in with my mother for a better job, check. Lost a close family member, check. You can also check out my blog on my single mother story by clicking the link down below and the time I was just failing at life to get the multitude of what I was going through. But you see, that was the requirement before the giving. It took a long time for me to realize that these things happened to me to help me so that I can help other people and these things would define my purpose. Because of these things, I wrote a book for single moms that was a number one new release on Amazon and you can click the link down below to buy that book. It was because I was laid off that I decided to start this blog, became an entrepreneur and made income on my own. But I will admit that it, it took me a long time to realize that the hard things that were happening to me were actually so that God could give to me. Like everyone, when times got hard, I was the type of person that wanted to throw in the towel and stop trying and let the cards fall where they may, good or bad. There were times in which I felt that my praying was in vain, that I was praying for no reason because my life kept getting worse and worse and I was not seeing the immediate results of my prayer. There were times where I just wanted to give up and I thought I was crazy for wanting more out of life because wanting more out of life was just too hard and the requirement was just too much and I was not sure if I was willing to give up any more of what I had already lost. When you are struggling, going broke, and everything in your life is falling apart, the last thing you understand is that God is somehow making your work hard for your greater good. That is exactly what he's doing. To whom much is given, much is required means that much is required to be taken out of you emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, in every way that God sees fit. So that when you learn to give it all to him, he will give it right back tenfold. During that time in my life, I had to learn something. Like Job, I had to learn to trust God no matter what and not curse him even though there were times I wanted to. And like Solomon, I had to learn that the purpose in life that God wanted to give me was, was for the greater good, to help people and not just make me rich or to have my way. This was a requirement that God was asking from me. To whom much is given, much is required means that when you want to be used by God, nothing comes for free. God does not need our money or to be paid, but he does need us to trust him. So what's my point? If you believe that you are called according to God's purpose, then you must believe that whatever God is requiring out of you will work together for your greater good. God wants to give to you freely, but he does not want you to love him based only on what he can give you. Sometimes God requires that you go through some things to really reveal your character and your purpose before, before giving you what you want, which I actually have an original song on that you can listen to down below in which I said, sometimes it just takes just a little bit of breaking to really reveal who you are. So here are some of my final thoughts. When this happens, don't be resentful, be flattered. Never think that because God is requiring you to be a good person, give up a job, give up a relationship, or even the old ways that he wants to ruin all of your fun. He wants to replace those things with bigger and better things if you just meet the requirement that God has set before you. If you know someone who may need to read this post, then go ahead and share it with them. And also for additional motivation, consider getting my Christian Manifestation Guide with 29 Affirmations and Bible Verses. That will help guide you along your spiritual journey. You can click the link down below to buy.